0: Tuning into episode 196 of Press A to Listen, I am your host Moody Smith, and joining me as always, Pantless Steve.
1: I'm just gonna not say anything until this show starts. Now,
0: uh, you, yeah, you probably, you probably, I mean, even when the show starts, I yeah, you're, you're probably, probably right. Press, actually. Yeah, yeah, you should probably just not talk ever. Okay. again. yeah. Um, that yeah. show went so
1: well for you before,
0: so. Oh, Man, that was. <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah. Moving on, uh, we. uh... It seems like we're going to be doing recordings uh, early Sunday morning, uh, cutting out any chance we have of sleeping in. So that's that's an adult thing to do, right? Next man, thing I've, you know, I've we'll be been take... up
1: for two hours and yeah. already made a big. I made biscuits and sausage gravy this morning. Oh man! And then ate a whole bunch of it, so I'm about ready to take a nap.
0: That's pretty fantastic. Oh, I'm so good. Oh, see, my wife has uh, pepper roast, real and, peppery uh, gravy. Right mm. Yeah. Ah, oh, so good. Biscuits and gravy. Yeah. That's that's you ask Kevin Dent and that's the main of my existence right there. Biscuits and I, gravy are? Huh? No. He he just any time I tweet something if he happens to catch it his only response is gravy.
1: Oh, uh, well, there you go.
0: Yeah. Who I, I mean, I I can't deny it. I love me some gravy. Yeah, who doesn't? It doesn't even matter the kind.
1: Who just, doesn't? Skinny people is the answer. They
0: don't like I, I don't know. I I beg to differ. So I know a lot of skinny people that love them some gravy. That's fair. You gotta be a damn fool not to love gravy. That's true. Alright, what the fuck is happening? I don't know now, so, I just so, want to go please. there's still something left and now. I'm like, yeah. let's just go eat some more. So we uh we're recording early Sunday mornings, uh which means the show will be up by Thursday. Um <laughs> I, I, I have every intent of getting it up, but then football happens and then video games happen and then Steve, you do a great job of not bitching at me. Yep. You know that?
1: Yeah, well, I've learned to ignore you over over these years.
0: Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, that's the best way to deal with me. I've found. Uh, but we played some video games, not many, but a few. Why don't you kick us off this week and tell us what uh, what you've been playing? Uh, I played a game
1: called Bioshock.
0: I've uh, never heard of it.
1: It's pretty good. Indie? Eh, kind of. <laughs> studio only has like six or seven employees, so I mean, I uh, guess okay. they're probably an indie All studio. Right. <laughs> um, I so you got the, the, up the collection. The collection, I've really only messed around with one because I will probably play through all of them, and I want to do them in order. Um, it's kind of fun going back through um, years later, and knowing all the kind of crazy, you know, twists, twists, and and story bullshit that they that they throw in there, and then just going back and seeing the nods to. That, that it's kind of in the plan, all around, you know. Um, I mean, everybody knows Bioshock One starts off in that airplane with that crashes, and and you have a present, and even on like the tag of the present is a "Would you kindly not open this?" Um, Ooh, which you know, looking at that, you know, when you first start that game, you have no idea, right? And right. and "Would you kindly" is a huge part of Bioshock One. Um, Triggered, yeah, exactly. Um, but that that series and that game specifically um, are very high up in my kind of all time level. Yeah, Um And just firing that game up and, and playing it just, it brought it all back and it brought it all back like instantly too. Like you don't realize like how much you remember certain things until you're like, Oh, well I'm going to go through this room and there's going to be the two people standing in the puddle. So I'm just going to electrocute the water and they'll die. And you know, the first time you see that, uh, Big Daddy throw that guy through the window and yep. just murder him, and just ah, oh, it's just it's all so good. Again, I've only played the first one. It runs super well. It looks really good, actually. Um,
0: Have you gone back to do a comparison?
1: I haven't, okay, because that's I'm intrigued because I yeah,
0: like I remember those games
1: fondly because you know I'm such a huge <laughs> fan of them. Um, and from what I understand, they were just kind of up-resing these, so I don't think they put a ton of you know visual work in. Huh. Okay. So that's either uh, a testament to how good the the studio that did the upres stuff was, which I don't remember off the top of my head, but it is another studio. Um. Or or that those games looked that good and that art style holds up that well, kind of over the years. But yeah, really impressed. Again, like I've only played the first one, um, and I, I haven't done gotten too far. I'm about to get telekinesis. Which was like the, oh, yeah. the plasma that I used. Yeah, because you catch the rockets that those those turrets shoot and throw them back at them. And oh, yeah, Bioshock's real good. Um, but yeah, I I love that series. So I I may be jaded in my you know remembering and, and thought process of it, of it, but it holds up well. There are commentaries in the first game. Um. That like as you play, you can so you can find they added them like into the environment, so you can find them lying around and you can when you pick them up just play them at that time, um but it even like states like, hey, we're gonna talk about spoilers and you know like the thought process and design for this certain area of the game um and you can also just kind of go back and listen to them uh, at out from the main menu as well, but it's it's Ken Levine and yep. And somebody else, and I can't think of his name either. Um, but Rudy d- Pitchford? No. <laughs> I'm just throwing out names. Yeah, don't do that. Um, but yeah, Give me uh, yeah, yeah. and my brother. <laughs> god, what would that fucking conversation? Oh my god! <laughs> what a pile of. I'd be worth the purchase just for that. Yeah, movie. you're right. Um, so yeah, I don't know about you know, how two holds up, and and. Infinite, they just kind of did the PC version of that onto it, so they didn't do a ton of work on that, because the PC version was obviously up to spec and fancier than the 360 versions were, but I am excited to continue to kind of get through those. Uh And then I played ReCore.
0: Yeah, let's talk about some ReCore. We've
1: both played ReCore, we both played a fair amount of ReCore, i Yeah, say. I
0: think we're just about at the same spot, which rarely happens in video games. Um... I like Recore a lot. I do too. Um, uh, waiting for it to fall off a cliff, though.
1: It kind of did when I got to the point. So, okay, so Recore is a third-person action-adventure game,
0: semi-platformer, yeah, open-world Zelda, Metroidvania type. Um, it's got kind of it's all the video games. It's all the video games. What it's got
1: gun combat in it. Um. But it's, Which is super easy. Yeah, it's not the it's not the kind of emphasis of that game, right? Like there's right. A super generous auto aim or lock on that. Yep. That's kind of all you have to do.
0: Um, I I want to say that the combat is is it, it's almost puzzle combat. Yeah. And it's done really well because you have four colors. I mean, you have to unlock each of them as you progress through the game. That that are on your gun: uh, blue, red. Yellow and white Mm -hmm. And you match those up to the enemy's color type Yep and you do bonus damage that (laughs) And then
1: all it's the same gun Just shooting a different color bullet and Mm -hmm. You've basically got like a machine gun fire And then you can do like a charged up shot That does a bunch of damage And potentially a Like status effect so like the red one Will set people on fire
0: Um, Mm -hmm. You can stagger you can Yeah
1: and then you have companions Um that you have one out at a time. There are four total.
0: Four, I thought. Well, there's five. So
1: there are three. Yeah. So that's real shitty. Um That fifth one is apparently not in the game. What? And potentially rumored to be released as DLC. At least that's how I understand it. I don't why? know why. Because I don't think this game was finished when Microsoft uh, said, Hey, it's time to go, we gotta release this. Well
0: based on the reviews, I mean they said that it, it plays really well until like the last And it just folder. kind of ends. Yeah. Um, and and it so
1: just stops. the the ending just kind of coming out of nowhere and potentially an extra uh like robot body that you can put your cores into not being in there even though there is space on the menu for it. Mm-hmm is you know brings up some questions about was this game ready to ship um and and i think the answer is probably no because while gameplay wise i think this game's a lot of fun there's some technical parts of it that are a little rough right like it's i haven't had any kind of like real bad frame rate dips or like falling or clipping through rocks which i've seen a lot of people encounter
0: yeah i haven't either
1: um the load times in this game are awful's not even probably the right word to describe them. Um, they're they're unacceptable. It, it's it's one of those things that it's just ridiculous. And now, early on, it was one of those like it didn't bother me too much because I really you know I wasn't having trouble with combat. I wasn't really dying. So the only time I was really loading was going from Don't one area to another. And I was like, well, okay, I guess that's an understandable load time. Um, but now I'm at the point where, so I hit a wall that said, Hey, if you want to go to this next area, you have to have 15 of these core things. Yep. Uh, and I have 14. And so I was like, well, that's shitty. So now you're, you know, making me go back and backtrack to try and find all this garbage. Um, and I, I kind of planned on doing that, but I wanted to kind of just get the game behind me and get everything unlocked because it would probably make getting a lot of that stuff a lot easier. Um, but, so you can fast travel, but that's a, a horrendous load time, right? Oh, it's, it's terrible. Every, um, every
0: time you load into a, a major area or go to a new area or, or legitimately die, it's a massive load time. But if you fall off the edge of the map,
1: it puts you and, right back yeah,
0: in. yeah, it loads you right back in in an instant.
1: Um, so now I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> let me travel back to this dungeon because I think there's like a core in there that I can get. So I, I load in. Load time takes forever. I finally get there, right? And then it's like, oh, well, to do this dungeon, you need these two specific robots. Yeah, I've seen And so I'm two. like, okay, well, that's cool that you're telling me that. At least I don't get into the dungeon with the wrong, you know, robots but I don't have those robots. So now I need to potentially fast travel back to my base. Yep. Another load time. Change the robots out, travel back to the that dungeon. Another load time. And at that by the time I got to that point, I was like, well, I don't want to do this anymore. Like I'm just I've been sitting here for, you know, 5 or 6 minutes worth of loads and not even playing this game now and now I'm just frustrated. Um so I think their game design mixed with their low time not being probably optimized is a real killer, right? Like the load times being bad is one thing, but when the game kind of forces you to to go back and forth and change these things and and encounter these loads repeatedly, is where I was like, okay, well I need to kind of take a break from this for a little bit because It's just kind of frustrating me now. Um, but man, I really liked playing the game up until that point. Like, I feel like, I think it feels real good. Um, there's a kind of a certain floatiness to the jumps, but it, it's not unbearable. Um, they always, they put a, like, a little icon on the ground that's under your feet at all times as well. So you always kind of know where you're at and where you're going to land. Um, and know the shooting is is fun, you know, that kind of switching uh gun type and gun color on the fly and charging shots and then using your uh robot companions to combo, like all that stuff feels great. Um and and I think the dungeons are fun, but I don't like sitting through, you know, a minute or so of load to get yeah. there and then having to leave and then going and loading it again and yeah.
0: I'm not sure if if this is intended, but I, I feel like I've been getting to areas that I shouldn't be getting to, uh, or I shouldn't have been getting to it early on in the game. Um, when you get a, a dash ability, that the only cooldown is just a slight delay. Well, you goes. can
1: use it once in the air, and then on the ground you have to wait. So my my method of travel has been dash on the ground jump, dash, then land on the ground, dash again, and by that point, my air dash is recharged, and I touch yep. the ground, so
0: I've just been... What I've been doing, though, because there is a lot of verticality to the game, and I don't know if you've attempted this, but there are some walls that you can, you can get into, like, little nooks and crannies, yeah. uh, Destiny-style. Oh, yeah. Skyrim-style. Right, there you go. Instead of jumping and then dashing, if you dash off of like a rock or something you're high up on, you can double jump and then dash again. So oh, that's the first
1: up. dash was your right on the ground. Yeah.
0: Right. So I've been able to kind of circumvent the alright, you need um Seth to get up to this place, because he's the guy that grabs onto things and, and carries you up. I've been able to get around a lot of those simply by doing that little method, and and I think right now I probably have oh twenty six, twenty seven cores, and you're you're a little bit farther along than I am in the game. And yeah, it's all because of I,
1: that. I think I got to the point where I was like, well, I want to finish this and then kind of go back and mop up yeah. the the areas once I have everything unlocked. Um, and it won't let you do that because yeah. you have to. I mean, they gate that stuff. Yep, and that's it the,
0: seems silly to me. Yeah, it'll. It doesn't make sense. Um, yeah, I don't know why they would gate it behind cores. I mean, if you're if you need an ability or or a certain a certain like uh, gate
1: it behind like robot friends, right? Like, yeah, you can't yeah. get in here until you have the robot that can break the wall. Like, okay, yep. that makes sense. Right. Uh, yeah. So I don't it, know. Like, there's. There's parts of this game that just don't make sense. Um,
0: There are dungeons scattered throughout the game. Have you gone into all those? I've
1: done... I think I've done, like, one of each. I did a combat one. I did a traversal one. Yep. And I did, like, an adventure one. Yeah. uh, Which is a little bit of both. Um, And, yeah, like, I like those, you know? Like, I think it's a nice, kind of fun side thing, but... They can be completed in, like, you know, four, five, six minutes.
0: And some of them have to be in order to get all the stuff. Uh,
1: But... Also, right. it takes almost that long to load into them. And so yeah, that it, too, and yeah. it's just, yeah. Like the, At first, the load time stuff didn't bother me, right? Because it was kind of like, well, it sucks, but, you know, it's not f- happening frequent enough. But now that I've gotten deeper in the game and you realize how much they kind of make you use these fast travel locations and zip back and forth between everything, you're, yep. and you just see them way more, it's it's gotten to be a little rough.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think the game looks good I think it looks uh, okay yeah I mean there okay I mean I think it looks like I said good not great yeah I, I think it looks decent I haven't had any of the screen tearing or anything yeah like I haven't that, seen but, any
1: of that stuff it's low touch uh, than my biggest kind yeah. of
0: well, one of the one of the other issues that it kind of bothers me but it kind of doesn't because the gameplay is, is you know the, the the focal point here is that the characters themselves uh, you've got jewel who you you absolutely hate the way they spell her name, it's but... It's awful. It goes along with... I the, get it. Electricity, yeah. Yeah, so. but it's stupid. Uh, then you've got Kai, uh, Victor, uh, you know, stuff like that, but the... the Your robot companions are, like, the deepest characters in the game. I, I think the... The actual humans that are in the game are some of the most generic, shallow characters I've ever seen. Yep. You know, the audio logs that you pick up with Jules' father and... and stuff like that i think you start to see like, what it is he's going through like some of the stuff go flat and well some of it's flat some of it there's an emotional connection uh you know both happy and I mean, it seems like her dad is going absolutely crazy so i'm starting to wonder if maybe her dad is behind this have you have you listened to any of the law? some of them Yeah, so what it seems like is, because this takes place like 96 years after she was shipped off to to space. And I say shipped off, I mean, it's a program she wanted to be a part of, and her dad was a scientist, you know, in the program and things like that. So that's because a a disease ravaged Earth. Um, So she's she's out there, she gets woken up far later than she's supposed to, and she's got uh, Mac, her dog. That's who you start with, and then you know, as they introduce these other characters, they introduce or the the robots. They introduce why they're there and why they don't have their master and things like that. I think they do a good job of that, but just seeing Jewel talk um, and having that that um, monologue she has, or even corresponding with with Kai. It, I don't know. It just maybe it's the voice acting that bothers me, um, but I, I just I don't think it's as deep as it could have been. And that's why picking up some of those audio logs has now become I mean really the 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 pivot point of the story for me where I want to get as many as I can because I can see her her dad has been getting uh, essentially screwed over at work. We've all been there right and other people are are taking credit for his genius and uh, or not trusting him and going over his head to do other things and make changes that he didn't agree to. And he's starting to get real, real upset about it. In the meantime, he's also leaving these little audio logs for Jewel, you know, explaining how much he loves her and he misses her and he's sure she's going to do well and things like that. So it's it's interesting to see you know the the two sides of this man, and I'm, I'm eager to see more of what happened because if if it really is him that causes all of this, surely she's got to have a face to face or, or uh, an ai to face with him and i'm wondering if if again you're going to see that you know that dual personality so it's 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 neat it's fun it's interesting but if it falls off like they all say it's going to fall off then man i'm going to be pretty upset
1: yeah i just i don't know it seems like this game <laughs> was not
0: ready yeah so in some aspects I, I have had a frame rate drop at one point where just an entire area that i was in just slow to a crawl. You know, annoyingly so. So I just I fast traveled, waited the fifteen minutes for the load and I was good to go. <laughs> yeah. Did you play anything else?
1: I mean the usual stuff, but
0: Yeah. Alright, then um I guess I'll kick in. After Recore. I made a lot of progress in Deus Ex, Mankind Divided. Did you you ne- oh, excuse me, you never finished that, did you? Not yet. Yeah, are, are you still even attempting it, or is something? You gonna go back to? I'll probably go back to it. Yeah, all right. I'm I'm Those nearing games are the long, end, I so think. it's like they really are. Uh, it's it's. I mean, you you know how I play games. I get into a game, I play the shit out of it, and then I move on. With uh, with Deus Ex, I'm kind of going back and playing, playing it for like two days a week, you know, heavy, heavily, and then. Move on to something else and play that for a while. And, and it's, it's working. I'm still interested in Deus Ex and I, am actually gonna finish. Not to mention I still have this list. I'm, Deus Ex is at the top of that list with Recore now. I wanna finish those and get them the hell out and then I'll start on some of this other stuff. So, uh, so yeah, it's, it's fun. It's interesting. Still a real good game. Real good game. I don't even know what it, what it ended up being scored as. So I'm hoping, you know, 80s to 90s, but it all depends on the end. Uh, I didn't play Mountain Blade, not yet. I didn't didn't purchase it because I don't want to keep adding to my list. Uh, and Mountain Blade seems like one of those games that in six months might be games with gold. You know, it doesn't look great, but the the content is is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Steve, you want to talk about For Honor? Uh, I don't. I have not played it, so <laughs> I know you haven't. Uh, I I really tried to get you a code. Um, couldn't, obviously. But I was in the uh, the pre-alpha of For Honor, the game by Ubisoft that uh, they showed off at E3, was it two years ago?
1: Not that they have done it the last couple. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they first showed it off two years ago. And and essentially, it's... um. Uh, well, first, let me just start right from the get-go. Uh, you load in, and you are given the option of creating your own symbol, you know, a la um, Call of Duty, the, the symbol creator. Mm-hmm. And uh, you... You can move things around, flip them, change colors, things like that. Uh, so th- there's a lot of of options. There. There's no lettering; uh, it's all symbols. So uh, I w- chose the uh, the Vikings. That's the group that I I wanted to be part of, and they have these round shields, and and I, I created a pretty cool looking symbol. And then as you level characters up and whatnot, you'll gain new symbols that you can you can stick on there as well. Um, <clears throat> inside the game. There are three factions. You've got Samurai, Vikings, and Knights, essentially. And then, of the factions, there are two playable characters. You've got the easy playable character, which seems to be the character with uh, a two-handed weapon. So, for a Knight, it's a a bastard sword. Yeah, bastard sword. Uh, For the Viking, it's a two-handed axe. And for the Samurai, it's that two-handed Samurai sword. A really big, long one. And then the, and that's the easiest class to play because they, they parry easier and then, you know, they can, simpler, simpler moves is what I should say. And then the more advanced character, uh, for the knights, you have a shield and a flail, which is phenomenal. It's one of my favorite characters now. For the Vikings, you're, uh, you've got two one-handed axes. And then for the samurai, it's a smaller sword, but you hold it in your, uh, sc- scabbard. Your sheath, and they all play differently. Um, So for the knight with the shield and the flail, the way it all works is it's you have up direction, left direction, right direction. Okay, and your thumbstick determines the direction you're in. So if I flick to the right, I'll put my shield up, guarding my right hand side. When the enemy goes to attack, there'll be a flash of of the direction he's attacking in, so it might go suddenly up. If you flick up on the thumbstick, I'll throw my shield up and block him in just a split second of a stun, so you can land your own attack. Alright, so it's it's kind of a dodge parry type mechanic as well. Um if you push the X button, if they're you know just blocking and not doing anything, you push the X button, you will kinda jump in and stagger them. It's it's a it's a shield break is what I call it. But with the the knight, with his flail, if you hold the right trigger down, right trigger is a heavy attack, uh right bumper is a quick attack. Obviously, they do different amounts of damage. If you hold right trigger, you'll start swinging that flail around. You can still block the enemy attacks while you're doing that. And it uses, you have a stamina bar, it uses up a bunch of your stamina as you're doing that. But if he goes to attack and you block it, you can unleash that heavy attack and just devastate people with it. Um... He also the the knight also has an ability where if you just push down on the D pad it will deflect all incoming attacks, which is helpful when you've got three or four enemies around you that are trying to attack you all at once because it can get like that. You know, there's a couple of different game modes, but in most game modes you can be outnumbered two to one, or up to four to one in some instances. Um, and then every character has the ability to do an area attack where you push both heavy and light attack, and you just start swinging your weapon in a big circle. Just like, get away, get away, you know. It gives you time for for reinforcements to arrive. Uh, So there's three game modes. Duel, which is 1v1. um, Brawl, which is 2v2. And then Dominion, which is essentially Domination. So you capture an A, a B, and a C flag. The B flag is under constant attack. You've got your soldier's fighting the enemy has their soldiers fighting. The soldiers are a one-hit kill. Think think of like MOBA characters, okay? Uh the A and the C flag have no ongoing combat. So, you get there, you capture it and then you you try to take other parts of the field. Um, that's that's where you can get outnumbered 4 to 1 sometimes. Um in Brawl, it's you know, I'm on one side of of the map, my teammates on the other side of the map and we're fighting our own dude, if I kill my guy, I can run over to where my teammate is, and we can, you know, double team the one dude that's left. Alright, Steve, you've got me muted, and you're sleeping now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I
1: I really want to like this game, but I watched, like, some gameplay of this this alpha out there, and it just does not look at all like I would be interested in this, so...
0: Yes, I, I agree. Um... It's a it's a fun game for a pre-alpha. I'm like, all right, there there might be something here, but if this is going to be the premise of the entire game, um, I don't know why they it, wouldn't just go. Free it just it doesn't tell like us there's anything there,
1: right? Not like.
0: yet. There isn't. I mean, I would. I, they have to add more, otherwise, it's going to be a nightmare. For like I said, it's still it's good. You level your dudes up, um, you you get new weapons, well, you get new pieces of weapons that you add on to do different things, so I can get a new shield, a new armor, arms, um, I can get the head of my flail can change, you know, the look and the, the effects that it gives me, things like that. Uh, there's executions that are really done well. The combat is very, very tight, so there's no, I did this and it didn't happen, that's bullshit. It, it's, it all works, and it works really well. It looks decent. Um, you know, the, the minor cutscenes at the beginning and end of the game are, are nice little touches. Uh, it all works cohesively and it works well. And, and it's, it's interesting, but after I, I played for two days and just a couple hours a day, I got, uh, a couple of characters up to like level five. I got my, um, the, the shit, what's it called? The conqueror character. That's the shield and the flail guy. I got him up to, like, level 13. Because I played the shit out of him. And you can play PvP or against just AI. So I played just against AI. You get more uh, loot and more XP playing against PvP, but I didn't want to deal with that headache. It was It's pre-alpha. I don't want to deal with that bullshit. Um, There's dailies that you can go in and do. You know, so they've they have looked at what is working for a lot of these games that have had lasting power. These online games that have lasting power, like Destiny, like um destiny uh and they're taking some of these pieces uh meanwhile they're adding their own the combat is very unique i like it but it, it's all very superficial right now you know everything is is on the surface i i don't know what type of depth they're going to add and and i i would i they have to add more otherwise i can't see this game being around more than just a few months. I wouldn't be surprised if it went free to play within the first year because it has that style of of play to it where you go in, you know, they'll give you five characters and if they have twenty. If they only have six characters, you get one. Um and then you can you know microtransactions will allow you to get the rest. I, I really don't know why they wouldn't do it that way. Uh, unless they're worried that the game isn't going to be popular and they just want to to grab the money while they can right up front, but uh, I mean, if it if it becomes immensely popular, of course they're going to add microtransactions into it. Why wouldn't you? Even if they're cosmetic, which there are a lot of cosmetic options in this game. I mean, customizations, colors you can change, um, the the style of of the um, the components of your armor, so you can you, you know, some stuff might be iron, some look stone, some look steel it, it's it's really neat the the level of customization they have in, in it, um, but it still lacks depth.
1: Sounds like Evolve
0: Um you see, I never really got into Evolve Exactly. I played that beta and and that was that. Exactly so, <laughs> Right <laughs> So, uh, that's all I've played for the week. Hmm. That's it. it? Yeah, Re-core, ReCore took up most of my week it's supposed to be like an eight-hour game. I've probably played 13 of And Destiny. Episodes. Oh, yeah, and Destiny. Played the shit out of some Destiny. I can't wait for Iron Banner to drop. Or not Iron Banner. Uh, well, uh, yeah, it's
1: there, too.
0: R R O I the something of iron. What is it? It's the Rise. Rise. I was going to say the Rites, but the Iron Banner has no Rites. All right, um you have a Gamer Tag of the Week by chance?
1: <laughs> I didn't until you just said that. Now yeah. I, do.
0: I do. Yeah, do you? you? I do. I have a whole list. I bet mine's better. I guarantee yours is better because <laughs> I know which one you're going with. So, uh, uh, yeah, what's your Gamer Tag of the shit. Week?
1: God, what game was that? I don't Was it, De- it was that. Destiny. It was, it was LFG Nightfall Destiny.
0: FUPA. Oh, yeah. Yep, con queso, fupa con queso. Yeah, that's way better than than the one I'm bringing. Oh man. Yep. Man. Yeah, we weren't even in the same game, but it was good enough that you called your wife into the room. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: Uh, uh, so I'm just gonna stick with. Let's see. I, I want one that's good, but not too good, because you can't compete with fupa con queso. <laughs> uh, how about used Q-tip? Ah, uh,
1: that's disgusting.
0: It is. It is used Q-tip. Uh do we want to take one from our from our listeners? Sure. Alright. We're gonna go into this one completely unvetted. That's good. So who knows what they're gonna give us here. Um we'll take it from Urn. Big Urn. Gamer tag from Destiny. Don't clench. I bet that- Solid advice. Yeah,
1: I, I get
0: it. Yep. Uh it looks like he was doing uh P.O.E. is what it looks like. So yeah, uh, don't punch. Uh, FUPA cases. Sounds like a failed 90s song from <laughs> Gwen Stefani. Too much. Nah. Alright, we've we got very little news and we're going to wrap this show up. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what would you bring for news, FUPA?
1: <laughs> How dare you. Um...
0: <laughs> uh, for anybody who doesn't know what a FUPA is, I highly urge you to go. it. <laughs>
1: Don't Google a fupa with cheese, though. please. Don't. <laughs> do that. Um, fuck. Oh, my mental image right now is so gross. Um, Axiom Verge, which was a. It's been on PlayStation for a while. Um, it is one of the best if you like Metroidvania style games. Oh, uh, this game is very much in that vein. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh they've been talking about a an Xbox One release date forever and it is finally here. Um it comes out September thirtieth, so this month, and it will be twenty dollars and it is I mean it it harkens back to Metroid, like Super Metroid. It has that kind of visual style, it gives off all of those those good vibes. It's great.
0: Alright. Is that your news? That's my news. September you know, 30th, I, just I can't a, wait to play. I just sent you a good picture of a Fupacan queso. Huh? <sighs> um, my news. First off, <laughs> uh, <What the laughs> Battlefield 1 Beta <laughs> had more than 13 million players. <laughs>
1: hmm.
0: <laughs> I told you. Um, and <laughs> the only reason I added this is because the headline was, Battlefield 1 Beta is the most successful in EA history. Are we really starting to rate the success of a beta? EA, as always. I guess. I guess. I mean, EA's probably in the back room touching themselves to something like this. But, yeah, 13.2 million players. Steve, you played one match and then uninstalled. Not because I thought it was bad. I just... No. No. It was just... Yeah, you tried it out? Yeah. Okay, and there you go. Um, I installed it. Didn't even touch it. uh, Because I remember... It was fun. Oh, Battlefield. I suck at Battlefield. I... I think the single-player part of Battlefield far outweighs anything Call of Duty does, but I think Call of Duty's multiplayer is is better for me. I don't. I'm not going to say it is better because that's apples and oranges. But it's it's better for my playstyle. In in Battlefield, forget it. I'll go two and nineteen and be like, all right, good game. Where in Call of Duty, nineteen and two is not unheard of for me. Well. Yeah, uh uh-uh. uh when I, my heyday. I, I did well. There there are some Call of Duty games that just they speak to me, Steve. Um Whoa. Yeah, I, especially I, I really liked Hardline. I really liked that story mode, and I know a lot of people didn't, but I, I was I was really into it. Uh and then uh my disappointment of the week. South Park, the fractured butthole delayed to two thousand seventeen. Um they say that uh, the extra time is going to ensure that it meets fans' high expectations. It was supposed to come out in December. Uh, it's been delayed to early 2017. I'd say Mar- March, probably February. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if this is because they're changing some of the script, which I've heard some people say. But I, I highly doubt that. I don't know. How you can change the script this late in the development period? Um, It it might have something to do with uh, Matt and Trey, who, excuse me, who voice a lot of the characters themselves in the game. They just released what is it, the twentieth season of South Park? So, I mean, these guys are busy. You know, they're they're the voices of these characters. So, super disappointing. Um, These South Park games have have been a surprisingly Fun time, um, even for people that that aren't South Park fans. You know they're decent RPGs, but sprinkle in dick jokes and it's win win. Yeah, so uh, that's all I had. See, did, did you have anything? Dick else?
1: jokes make like everything better.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, that that's solid. Yeah. That's that's it. Uh, it's football day. My kids will be home here in a little bit. i are gonna sit down, watch some Patriots, eat a pork roast. It's gonna be a good day. Hmm. Maybe I'll even get this show up. No. No. All right, guys. See you next week.